Hi, and welcome to Tune In. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. And today we watch Star Trek The Animated Series. The Animated Series. Yeah. So, Andy, this was your pick. It was. Why'd you pick this show? Uh, It was a panic pick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do like to make you pick cartoons with a gun to your head. <laughs> yes. <so. laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the electrodes to the testicles. Right. I That's mean, a... while I asked for them... It was kind of one of those stretch wishes. Right, right. Stretch goal kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't like I thought you were going to do it, much less were you prepared. I, I already had the spare card of battery in, yeah, in my trunk. I was, so I, yeah. That was like a Duramax, too. Yeah, that was I, a mm. five-year warranty on that thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Not on your balls, but on the battery. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And, <laughs> and my balls won't last that long if I keep treating them that, like that right. for the next five years. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so did you watch this show growing up at all, or was I, it? You know, it's, it's it's weird because you know it came out in seventy four, mm-hmm. seventy three, seventy four, and yeah, I, where I, in Nebraska were you? Well, I was I was negative. Okay, I was not born when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching this on I think it was Nickelodeon. Okay, uh, probably in the late eighties. Mm. This was on, and I'm thinking like Saturdays, uh, but like Saturday at three, right? So oh like, yeah. It's up against like the crappy TV version of a movie and stuff like that. Yeah, or, or so, you know, it, it's 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 an it was in an area where kids rarely have control of their over the television. You know, back in those days, you know, you probably had one, maybe two TVs in the house, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, you'd have like sporting events going on, or your dad was busy watching something, or you know. Uh, we did this thing when we were kids. We went outside and played a lot. What? I know. It's we, weird. As a, as a species, have spent so much time perfecting inside. Why would you ever go outside? <laughs> uh, inside was still kind of new back then. Oh, you know? yeah? Yeah. <laughs> the oven had just been invented. Right, yeah. It was, it was more of a, you know, a, a tool of necessity uh-huh. more than, you know, uh, this lavish, plush playpen that we live in now, you know? <laughs> Um, and you know, Saturday afternoon, like when you're a kid is like really hard to like, you know, uh, get, get into any sort of like television type groove. Mm. Um, and this was before we moved to the Western part of the state where there was no TV period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I remember, yeah, we were, we lived in this house, there was a circle and we, uh, I, I remember watching several of these just accidentally catching them you know oh yeah and thinking like wow uh they this is a cartoon that that's not talking down to me as a kid yeah and then big ass words like i had to keep a thesaurus next to me for this (laughs) this episode yeah yeah the words are huge they have the best words Mm -hmm. and um they also you know i mean the the plots weren't like kitty plots they were like how do we get Commander Teddy Bear back to Teddy Bear World? I mean, it w- <laughs> no, there was some like life and death, yeah, uh, moments. Yes, uh, a, the, a pet died in one yeah! of these episodes. It's crazy. A treasured family pet. Yeah, man. So, what can you tell me about Star Trek: The Animated Series? <laughs> well, Keith, I believe the roots fall back to 1964 when a young Gene Rod. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna yeah. uh, strap folks, in for a vocal documentary. Yeah, yeah folks. <laughs> uh, I think there's there's a uh, 75 different ways that you can listen to the history of Star Trek, and being a gigantic Star Trek nerd that I am, Trek or Trekkie, whatever you want to call me, I do like Star Trek. 
I actually like Star Trek better than Star Wars. Gasp. I'm a sci-fi, science fiction guy. There's better than a science both. fantasy. Absolutely, yeah. there's room for both. Really, I mean, besides the word star, there's not that much similar between them. <laughs> no, <right? laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but it is my uh, my goal to incite a holy war amongst nerds on Twitter I mean, because it's not hard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you get like, there's level one achievement. Congratulations. <laughs> incite Trekkie War. <laughs> it's tra- yeah, Trek versus star versus wars. Yeah. Uh, combat. And then like the Babylon Five guys, because I got to get the reference and like fly in and 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 win the day. Right. Right. But hmm. there's there's several YouTube videos on how B five ships couldn't take out Star Trek ships. So um, I'm just gonna leave it leave it there. Let let people discuss amongst themselves. Are you gonna start your own YouTube channel? <laughs> counterpointing this this other there there's there's so many already and i've wasted so much time (laughs) watching them ah good work guys though keep it up keep it up uh i still have lunch breaks i still need something to do yeah (laughs) lunch breaks uh star trek got canceled in 1969 Mm -hmm. uh and then the united states put a man on the moon well two men on the moon right uh repeatedly and people were like man this space stuff is cool what what happened to that star trek show Mm. And uh, you know, Star Trek got canceled because of you know air quotes low ratings. Uh, was that like the top show on the air or something? Well, they found out uh, using the the new Nielsen based scoring that mm-hmm. Star Trek was like the eighth most watched show. Oh wow! Uh, in the in the but it was also the first best watched show in like the demographic that uh, advertisers want to sell people shit. Oh yeah, okay. You know, so you had kids. You had the educated, and then you had the educated adult all watching Star Trek, mm-hmm. and and then the moon landing, you know, want, made everybody else want to watch it. And I, and I'm not saying that that the uneducated weren't watching the show, the show too, because they absolutely were. Um, still are. Point in case. Still are. Yeah. Look <laughs> at me. Uh, uh, young, old, uh, made no never mind. I remember talking when I got into Star Trek and talking to my dad about a grandpa that I had never met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out that my 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 dad's dad was was really into Star Trek. Really? Yeah, oh. and he didn't seem like the type of guy who watched TV. I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. <laughs> More to... sitting in the study, uh, drinking scotch and smoking cigars, kind of guy. Yeah, 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 slapping around, you know. Young and old alike. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, I just I don't know a whole bunch about the man. I know a lot of his swashbuckling ep- uh, epics, but it's never like the stories that I would tell my kids. Like one day, your dad and his buddy went to three movies in the theater at the same time, and a great day was had by all. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I didn't go fight in the big war or anything like that. So, uh, I didn't even fight in the last two. Right, I, like yeah. totally could have, completely eligible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Star Trek gets canceled, and they're like, "Ah, what are we gonna do?" And the cast kind of goes everywhere, and you know, there's 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 some weirdness with like, well, if we try to drag Shatner back to do this, you know, he's gonna try to like double charge us, mm. even though Shatner ended up living in the back of his truck after Star Trek. Is that right? Yeah, he was wow. like technically homeless. Huh. Um, well, he had a home. It was the back of his truck. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, they they pulled together because an animated series uh, was going to be cheaper to produce than having sound stages and 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 fighting uh, with a production company to build sets every week and right. and and you know writers who needs writers plus in the twenty two minute format you know you needed less writing I mean several uh, guys 
had uh, emotional and physical breakdowns writing for Star Trek. Really? Yeah. Um, a lot of producers, like, they would go to Hawaii for six weeks to rest. Wow. And and these turned into, like, year-long, like, sabbaticals that they would take. Um, Gene Kuhn's wife. Was this just like, how do I feel f- this extra 15 minutes of, of stuff in the episode well or? it was it was it was just to make a cohesive well-written show mm-hmm. was what they were trying to do and kind of get away from some of the the wackiness because uh, a lot of westerns were just kind of punched out right yeah uh and there was a ton of westerns on the show uh or, or on tv at the time but they really wanted uh star trek to be good they wanted it to be a thinker they wanted you to tune in not because you have three guys doing what they do, but you know, get motivation, get good bad guys in there. Mm. And uh, Gene Kuhn, who I think did uh, season three of Star Trek, he had like a nervous break. This guy was like a Marine, like a combat. He was really, in, yeah. And, and just producing this show, like put him into a, like took years off of his wow. life, according to his wife. So yeah. Huh. Uh, but we have him to thank for a lot of just terrific, uh, original series episodes hmm. so they came out with this idea let's do an animated show let's pay the actors to be voice actors since that takes you know i'm gonna like get in real trouble because i don't know how much time voice acting takes versus uh like yeah, in I, front of camera acting I but have i have to, to assume it's less it's condensed yeah 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 and so you're you're paying these guys a percentage of what you were even paying mm-hmm. them when they were doing a show in the 60s it's only been, you know, four or five years, so everybody's still still got it in their blood a little bit. And, right. Uh, and, you know, they didn't have to go and, like, woo really anybody back, except for Walter Koenig. Yeah, he didn't get back. Never, no. So they, I, they paid Ju- James Doohan extra to do about every other voice on this show. And I think I read on IMDb he did 51 characters. In this wow! Show. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Uh, and we got new characters because of it. We got Lieutenant Mares, who was this this uh, anthropomorphic cat. Uh, she subbed in for Uhura her. a few times. Okay. And then Lieutenant Eric's, who had three legs and three arms. The uh, orange guy, right? The orange guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he is cool as hell. Um, and I think there's a couple of uh, action figures of Mares and really? uh, Eric's out there. So if you have an extra one, send it our way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I would actually like appreciate this one. I actually, I read that uh, they were only going to get, like, Shatner and uh, Nimoy and one other one. But Nimoy, like, held out until he got the rest of the actors. What? Yeah, I read Nimoy. that on IMDb or something. Out. I mean, to me, it's n- it's no surprise that Nimoy did that. Yeah. Uh, and, in fact, one of my favorite Star Trek behind-the-scenes stories ever is uh, when they started making the movies... The three of uh, the big three, Shatner, Nimoy, and DeForest Kelly, would always hold out in negotiations to ensure that they got paid equally. Well, oh, and yeah. maybe not equally, but at least make sure that DeForest Kelly didn't get like less pay. Mm. And um, when they did Star Trek Six, his health his health was already starting to fail, mm. and uh, they all hold held out. Uh, to get DeForest Kelly a, like a million dollar payday for really wow. yeah being in the movie man and uh insured his insured a long peaceful retirement good which good. was just really cool i had never know i had never known that that those uh two had did that right um, i love DeForest Kelly 
I, Bones is like my favorite character. He's so good. He might be one of the best characters in Star Trek ever. I mean, he's irascible. Yeah. He's brilliant. Um, I love just like how blatantly racist he is against the Vulcans. <laughs> like, I have to recalibrate all my ship, yeah. all my stuff every time you come in here. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know if it's it's racism or he's just kind of like pointing out, you know, yeah. Spock's just a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> I respect you, but you're a giant pain in yeah, the ass. Yeah, and, and you know, something that we don't have in today's society is people willing to point out, like, you know. When some, someone's a pain some, in the ass. When somebody's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, different times. Different times, yeah. And so DeForest Kelly is just ah, amazing. All right. So uh, the way this show works is we watch two episodes, typically the first episode and then a episode chosen by one of us. Andy, I think you chose both episodes today, because I don't think we watched the first one. We didn't watch the first one, okay. because the first one wasn't the first one. What? Uh, well, okay. There was a first one aired, and okay. I don't know if it was the first one produced or first one written. Uh, but this was, you know, the 60s, mm-hmm. uh, when when Star Trek first came out. And the first episode of Star Trek isn't the launching of the Enterprise, some admiral giving a the first time Captain Captain Kirk a pep talk about yeah you know this is the pride of the Federation you can watch them in any order yeah right and subsequent Star Treks with the exception of Discovery have all pretty much had a a very similar uh, theme when when the new episode airs here's the ship in either dry dock or the captain taking command for the first time and it's not just like oh hey you know drop let's drop us into the middle of the action and and that's something that's super cool about uh, the original series. In my heart of hearts, though, I want the Enterprise slow crawling into dry dock at the end of its five-year mission. I want that episode where it's with people just going ape because, like, wow, this ship actually did it. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. But I don't think we'll ever see that. I think we'll probably see that. Uh, There's so many yeah. remakes these days. Well, and, I mean, with how they've done Carrie Fisher in Star Wars, they could totally do, like, just whatever hologram technology they're using for like Nimoy and DeForest Kelly and uh, Shatner too. I think, yeah, <laughs> I, I think they can just get every, let's, let's get some life rights signed yeah. now, you know, yeah, we yeah, can, yeah. Yeah. Andy, let's get some life rights signed now and we can make uh, this movie again. Why did you take out so much insurance money on me? I just like to have a policy on all my enemies so that when I win, I double down. <laughs> um, so this it's, it's important to note. Uh, when we right as we start to talk about these episodes we watched, that Star Trek was Star Trek the animated series was made by filmation. Filmation it doesn't have the little ding ding. <laughs> no, that this predates I think that by about nine years. Okay, um, it's unfortunate because it would be cool if it like started off with like Enterprise or Star Trek, and it was Kirk like punching the screen, like He Man punching the screen. <laughs> Uh, and we didn't see that, you know, no. Kirk, like, holding up whatever he'd hold up and yell, I have the power. Right. Just like a tricorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a green woman, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I could I could see definitely, you know, uh, you know a green woman, like, holding onto his leg, you know, in, like, those oh, trashy yeah. 80s action movie yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. pictures. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, one of my favorite, like, trope parodies is that. 
exactly that poster where the guy is holding something in the air. Yeah? There's like a kid next to him with a gun and a lady wrapped around his leg. That's yeah. it. We're going to a con. We're going to get this commissioned. Okay. Like a ripped Captain Kirk mm-hmm. holding up a tricorder with a green woman like holding onto his leg and then yeah. like check off off in the background yeah. doing something. I love it. Yeah. Great. Let's... I. I can't wait to get this made. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, you know, filmation, we're going to see some stock footage. We're going to see uh, some some bad lip reading going so, on. At, I, I counted at the end when they showed the animators, all the names. There's about 40 of them. Yeah. There's no, it looks like eight people are animating it <laughs> right in front of me live. Like, there's, <laughs> there's like zero movement. <laughs> It's almost like a clever kid, yeah. Like was stuck at his dad's work, <laughs> but unlimited access to the copy machine. Yeah, yeah. And he was just kind of like slightly. He was clever enough to like slightly move things in and out of a, a total frame to make give the slight appearance of movement. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I was really surprised because I, I was I I watched the credits too, and and like so many animators, and they all yeah. And still, like, the stiffest handshake in the world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, the running scenes were just, you know, recycled running. And then at one point, they just did a silhouette. Oh, yeah. Of Yeah. So the first episode we watched was Yesteryear. Yes. And uh, right away, like, hopping right into the action the way the original series was known for. And it's just, it's kind of like a buckle up, let's go. Oh, yeah. I was amazed. Like, because it just starts and they come back from the time warp. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I missed half an episode or something. But boom, lo and behold, they're on the planet that holds the Guardian of Forever, which is the the circle stone thing uh, that we we saw in a previous Star Trek episode, uh, written by Harlan Ellison. So and it's the thing on Futurama that they come out of, right? It's the thing on yeah. The That's Guardian how I knew. I was forever, like, holy yeah. shit, it's that thing from Futurama. And I, I've got a little uh, Mega Blocks set up right now. It's uh, glorious. It is pretty neat, isn't I like it? Like Sulu with her rapier too. Oh yeah, that's from yeah. Uh, that's from the episode Day of the Dove. Ah. Yeah, but he goes all he's doing it in the hallway, right? Uh, no, that's the shit. Naked Now. That's what? That's the episode Naked Now. There's a lot of sword fights in the original Star okay. Trek. Need to watch more of it. Yeah, I was trying to like every Sunday watch an episode or something. I got through two weeks, and then kind of dropped them off. Well, that's because I, I don't have good follow through <laughs> not a closer yeah. uh the episode with the swords where they have all got the swords mm-hmm. is also an energy being episode that melvar would have loved really yeah Ooh. so day of the dove is something you're gonna be watching today okay yeah Sounds good yeah and this is just a bunch of random star trek knowledge when we're trying to talk about the guardian of forever <laughs> that's okay and <laughs> the, the beginning of this episode i watched i read the imdb trivia page for this show Ooh. and it is exactly a bunch of random Star Trek nerd knowledge, <laughs> like everything on there is like this was a reference to this thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't like actual trivia for the common person though. <laughs> the thing I like about the animated series is there's plenty of callbacks, but it's it's not too, uh, it's not too ham fisted. Okay, yeah, not so reliant on the nostalgia, right? Yeah. Unlike modern Star Trek, right? right. Yes. So, so my gosh, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. All right, so in second Star two Wars of this episode, yeah. yeah, an episode or in second two of this episode, uh, what Nimoy, Spock, and Kirk, well, Kirk come back from the time vortex deal. Kirk and some red shirt jump out, yeah, <clears throat> and the red shirt's clearly a scientist. And then they have other Federation historians that are that are there watching this this guardian, mm-hmm. 
um, and they're doing uh, historical studies, including a bird guy. Who is and that? This, yeah, it's just this giant sentient bird guy. Yeah, and that was the other great thing about the animated series is you could have giant bird guys with huge wings mm-hmm. and holding the tricorder, just being all sciency. Yeah, because that's who he was. Just standing there, not animated at all. Well, his mouth moved his up mouth and moved, down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that was uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then Spock jumps out, and they're like, yo, who's who's that Vulcan? Right. And Kirk's like, well, this isn't a funny joke. What are you, what are you talking about? Spock. It's my first officer. And then this Andorian shows up, the guy with the, the, the blue guy with the, the antennae. He's like, no, Captain, I'm your first officer. Yeah. And then, boom, Star Trek, the animated series. They did not pay Alexander Courage for his theme for this. It's a very horny, uh, horny, ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. They used a big horn section uh, <laughs> to do this theme, and uh, we're going to let you listen to it right now. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Wow, what a, you know, yeah. I mean... Is that not, the same voiceover that Kirk had, or did he redo it? I think he redid it. Okay. Uh, and I kind of, I really like the music. They reused the shit out of the music. I think they did, like, four days of a recording session for the entire series of, of orchestration, mm-hmm. and that's it. It works. It works for me in small doses. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, they're trying to figure out how come nobody knows who Spock is. Yeah. They're in the briefing room. And they figure out, oh, my God, uh, Spock. There was never a Spock in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they looked up at uh, Sarek, Spock's dad's uh, family history. Spock and died. Spock died as a yeah. boy. Attacked uh, by some mountain lion or something. Yeah, during, uh, during a, a coming-of-age trial mm-hmm. out in the deserts of Vulcan. And his mom and his dad got divorced. And his mom on the way home gets killed in a shuttle accident. It's just, oh my it's god. the darkest timeline. It's the darkest timeline. Now, alright, so that random red shirt, he says something must have happened while we're back in time that messed something up. I think that red shirt, like, stepped on a lizard or something and threw off the entire time yeah, stream. Yeah, I liked it. I, I'd like to, I'd love to think that. That would that would be uh, way better because what really happened is that, that bird guy and other scientists, uh, while Kirk and Red shirt and Spock were on a mission, decided to review recent Vulcan history. Yeah. Now, in like a society that's like heavily documented and recorded, I mean, that's like us going back in time to see what the fuck happened in 2015. Yeah. In fairness, <laughs> I think we need to go back yeah. and examine what, what the, the fuck, fuck happened, happened in 2015. 2015. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, so, so apparently, just by them, like, 
watching a show, yeah. like watching history happen. Right. Um, Spock died, and 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 at some point, Spock went back in time, and and, and saved his own ass. Yeah, which is a little self-serving because did 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 fate mean for you to die and you just decided ah fuck yeah, no I need to be myself. safe hmm. because Spock remembers that in his youth when he was out doing this this uh, rite of adulthood trial that his cousin a distant cousin yes. named Selick Selick yeah saved him but he never saw Selick again never saw him before convenient convenient yeah so Spock goes aha. So he orders up, and I mean, this is just, this is like, again, some of the inner workings of of the original show made it over to the animated show. Spock's like, I need a Vulcan Desert uniform, and I need a couple of clothes, some cash for some cocaine and hookers, and a a bag that that looks of uh, of the same era. He specifies the bag, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. (laughs) And the Kirk's like, I'll talk to the wardrobe department. Because, again, the Enterprise has got all this shit to craft this stuff when they go down on missions and they have to, like, dress like the locals. You know, like when they went to the Nazi planet. (laughs) So this is uh, pre-replicator thing, right? Uh, I you know I I think there's there's a clothes replicator, but I'm sure yeah. that the Enterprise employs has a to, couple of seamstresses. Someone has to seamsters make the 3D print model first. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 for accuracy and whatnot. Yeah. So they beam down this like, here's a suitcase, Spock. Yeah, Spock gets dressed. It's a man purse, is what it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a satchel yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Spock jumps into the time vortex and. There he's he goes. Back on the on planet Vulcan. On Vulcan. Yeah. And he just shows up at his parents' doorstep, like rings the bell. His dad, uh, who's, by the way, voiced by Mark Leonard, who was the actor who played Sarek in the show ah. and then played him a couple of times in the movies hmm. and once on or a couple of times in Next Gen. Hmm. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. You're really nerding out over there. I you am. The, the, I am. I do. I got. I got the eye of the. You got the. Chicken. You got the the nerd sweats going too. Yeah. <laughs> My ears are starting to point. That's great. Uh, well, which is bad because my wife's gonna have to uh, to deal with my drunk ass tonight because I'm gonna start drinking to forget the Dominion War again. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Rough. Some rough push there. Um, I do like that Spock stands idly by to watch his younger self get his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> so these kids apparently on this planet are. Walking around in bikini briefs, but they have a sash yeah. over them. But they're clearly topless because they drew these little kids with nipples, <laughs> and they're beating the shit out of Spock. Yeah. yeah, they neck pinch him and pass him out. Like he, Spock has not yet perfected the neck pinch, so he's completely defenseless against these other kids that can just cut off his circulation. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I mean, what kind of asshole kids? Oh wait, yeah. Vulcans. Yeah. Exactly. Emotionless little bastards. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who like live to do nothing but torment. And I don't and again it's just It's the, the logical thing to do ooh, when someone is different from you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're the real racists. Yeah. 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 They're uh yeah, it, it's it's so funny how like I feel that that's so hypocritical, uh the way the the Vulcans are written versus the way their their youth behave and Oh yeah. You know, hey, let's pick on Spock for being different. Isn't that a little yeah. Is that, is that it's logical? not really logical. Yeah. No, no, mm. no. Mm. And it, uh, you know, Spock's always seeming to be the adult until he like decides to whip some ass. So Spock's got this giant uh, Sela cat. Yes. And his name is uh, Achaya. Achaya. That's right. 
Um, and it's weird though. So the kid voicing little Spock is the voice. Uh, I swear to God, he's like the voice of like half the Peanuts gang. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, totally. and he's like the voice of every char- every like little kid character from seventies cartoons. Hmm. Let's see. So little Spock. Uh, is told that he's gonna have to go on this this thing calls called the uh, Kazwan ordeal, which is a a journey into adulthood. Yeah, it's it's a leftover trial from when the Vulcans were a warrior like society, and they moved to a logic based society. But they wanted to keep this this Kazwan ritual and, and several others t- just to make sure that they don't become like weak and right uh, un uh, unprepared for combat. So they like go out into the desert for ten days with no food or water no or food. weapons. Yeah, and then they come back. Yeah, yeah. Or the sounds, desert takes them. Sounds less painful than a circumcision. So, <laughs> <laughs> only <Yeah>. logical. <laughs> oh, it's only logical, Captain. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So. But, so I was a little confused about this because yeah, he, little Spot goes out into the desert, but it's not time for the trial yet. He's just like going out to prove that he can be ready for well, the trial. Yeah, because his dad. His dad thinks, because his dad says, you know, you can either choose to be, to live life as a human or live life as a Vulcan. There's no real Mm in-between. All right. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's just like, oh, that is uh, real, real trying right now to to force this into into today's mold. But remember, this is 1974, folks, 1973. Um, So you got to choose the Vulcan way, the human way, and... like in a month, you're gonna go on this trial. Mm-hmm. Well, that night, Spock's like little Spock is just like, ah, oh, yeah, screw this. I'm going on that trial tonight. Uh, because adult Spock remembers this day as the day he his cousin saved his life, and right. he can't think like, why is the trial a month later? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because little Spock decides to go and go now. Okay, so he follows him off in the desert. Spock's uh, big dog. Sabretooth dog follows him yeah, out there. The, the dinosaur battle cat. Dinosaur battle cat. Well, <clears throat> they get attacked by this uh, poisonous desert creature called a Lamata. And the Lamata looks insanely like a battle cat. Yeah. But it screeches like Godzilla. Right. It's exactly the Godzilla sound that it does. Well, and that's a filmation sound, though, that they use oh, like, yeah? nonstop. Oh, yeah. They use that a lot. Gotcha. Um, it was just kind of their vault of uh, of sound. Yeah. Um, it's their Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the dog and the cat fight. The cat uh, claws it. Spock jumps on the Lamata, gives it a double a double uh, nick pinch. It goes down, but it's poisoned the the family dog. Yeah. So little baby Spock runs to get a healer because the dog's too big to move to the healer, but we yeah. can move the healer to the dog. Um, and the healer's kind of a dick about it. He's like, you know, two years ago you played a practical joke on someone, so how do I know this isn't a practical joke? And Spock's like, well, it wouldn't just come to you if someone was dying because I'm not a dick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 he goes, he goes to cure Aichaya the pet, and Aichaya can't be saved. The the poison's taken so much hold. There's there's not enough medicine to be pumped through this pet. And it's got to be, it could either be put down or its life can be extended, but it's going to live in great pain. Mm -hmm. And Spock gives, well, Selleck, old Spock, gives young Spock a speech about how uh, a life well spent 
can be celebrated mm-hmm. and a life poorly spent should be mourned. Right. And little Spot goes up to a cliff, thinks about his decision, and comes down uh, and says, you know, please euthanize my dog or my pet. And the healer does that. And uh, they return home. Spock apologizes to his parents for putting them through the ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, Spock's parents thank old Spock for saving their kid. And old Spock's like, yeah, and uh, hey, I'm going to hit the road. Yeah, I'll and, never be back. Yeah, and I'll never be back. <laughs> and they're like, well, you can stay if you ever, you know, are in this neck of the woods again. And he's like, no, no, I'm out. You won't see me again. Yeah. But they will see him again. Oh. When he's older Spock, right? Because... See, wouldn't his dad know? Like, yo, you were the guy who came to the house, right? I mean, yeah. this is like a little off off script. No, I understand yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah. In, in 30 years, when uh, Spock walks in the door, they'll be like, hey, are you that cousin we had like 30 years ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it, are you your own cousin? Yeah. <laughs> were you uh, raised in Vulcan, Mississippi? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Young Spock happily uh, runs out and says he's got some business to deal with with the with the other boys in the hood because he now knows how to use the neck pinch. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to deconstruct this a little bit because he says that uh, his cousin, the older Spock, taught him how to do the neck pinch. Right. They were only in the desert for like a night. Does that mean they were just standing around like neck pinching each other over and over until they got it right? I mean, I mean, how many times did like Spock pass out <laughs> in front of this little kid and then wake up and be like, "Aha, you did it!" <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do if you're a Vulcan out just camping in the desert? I mean, yeah, I guess he, it's a good way to pass yeah, the time, you just right? Pinch yourself. But even then, though, I mean, the like the half the time they were in the desert the little kid was running to go see the healer so that's true yeah, yeah. Hmm. um the network nbc because of course they did were concerned about the depiction of a pet being euthanized hmm. um and gene roddenberry dc fontana uh were like no 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 uh we have full creative control you're gonna broadcast it as is and uh, lou Scheimer, who Blue Shimmer yeah. Productions? Uh, well, Filmation. <laughs> Forever the guy that made the real Ghostbusters in my eyes. <laughs> oh yeah, he just had to get paid, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, he he says that that episode is probably the the favorite episode that they did. Uh, send a message to kids, uh, to be positive in the face of death, and and I think that's kind of what you want to do. Yeah. Is, is show that. Yeah, they didn't have to do the like. Today we had an adventure about death. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you just let it let it happen. Let oh, it looks like Los Angeles base stations aired this episode as the series premiere. Just saying. I I read this because uh uh there was some fairness act that the FCC put out for politicians, and uh uh who played Sulu? George Takei. George Takei, thank you, was running for a local office in in LA, and so they didn't want to give him more screen time because he was in that episode and not oh, this one. Oh, yeah. what? Wow. Yeah, because then they would have had to give everyone else more screen time. I'm like, well, I'll just hear a different episode. <laughs> That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they like, avoided they avoided that in, like, an episode of uh, The Twilight Zone that he's also in. That's, right, that's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty amazing. I guess you kind of got to think about that in California. And, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> was no one allowed to show the Terminator while uh, Schwarzenegger was running for governor? I don't, I don't think so. I think mm. that might have been a problem. And I, yeah. Interesting. Uh huh. All right. 
So why'd you pick this episode, Andy? It's the last one, and uh, funny story. I, I'm sorry, I meant the the one we just watched. Oh, yeah. uh, yesteryear. It's probably the I one. Should ask you that before. That sorry, I watched confusing. the most. Ah. Um, and because it is like early on in any streaming service, it's it's two. Um, the one I watched uh, sometimes is buried as like the fourth one. Mm. Um, I just didn't, you know. It's it's the one I've seen probably the most out of the series because you know when you when you go to like fail binge watch a, sh- a series you always start at the beginning <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know so you see the first couple of episodes way more than you see the last couple of episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's usually how it works out mm-hmm. yeah it was so, a good episode I liked it yeah I did too it, it it was a good look on Spock I think uh, it really showed the humor of the series even when it was just a bunch of Vulcans talking to each other it was indicative of that sense of humor that uh the original star trek had right yeah all right so our next episode the counterclock incident the counterclock incident this <sighs> is bonkers it is it this is. is the last episode right it is the last episode yeah. yeah yeah you have the enterprise crew hauling uh its first uh captain captain robert april who's now a commodore and ambassador at large and his wife now it's interesting to say there's uh, three female characters uh, in this episode, and I believe they're all voiced by Nichelle Nichols under the whole filmation statute yeah. of no matter, you know, we've got we've got women in this typing pool. Why would we pay for voice actresses? True. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but Nichelle Nichols impeccably did an amazing job. Yeah. I think doing three characters. Uh <laughs> Sorry, it's just of course they did because it's <laughs> filmation. Save, I mean, if you watch this epi- this series, you can tell they were trying to save a buck at every point they could. So, yeah, animate it. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, right. You just talk about it. Yeah, just raise that eyebrow. Yeah. That's all we can afford. Uh, so Robert April and his wife, uh, and his wife for some goddamn reasons, walking around with a plant that only uh, with a flower that's only in bloom one day, and it's not pinned to her either. She's like yeah, holding, she's it holding it up it. to her up to her like right breast, and I'm like. Yeah. What the hell? Now, Robert April has turned 75, and that's a mandatory retirement date in Starfleet. Not very for... And, of course, in 1974, 75 was pretty... Well, he would have been born in the last century at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you you think now and people, you know, having meaningful work into their 80s and and unmeaningful work into their 90s. I think mandatory retirement is a great thing. I'm a huge ageist, so... Has... (laughs) As long as when they ask me to retire, it's like here's a bunch of cash. Yeah, uh, go and go enjoy life. Uh, and th- I think there should be mandatory retirement between like forty five and fifty five, and Start then you have to go career. back to work. Yeah, I like at, that at fifty. Like and then that way, you know, you, you've got some some health and hmm. yeah. Hmm. Let's change the world, Andy. Let's let's change it <laughs> from one basement. That's where we're starting. Changing this basement, working our way out. Andy, twenty twenty. <laughs> gonna be rough yes so has it ever been established that this guy was the first captain before or is this where they yeah so uh robert april was the first commander of the enterprise okay the the constitution class enterprise or starship class if you go by what's on the little plaque um nerd nerd (laughs) uh robert april he took it around cut up the galaxy a little bit brought it back and then christopher pike took over Okay. For him and was in command of the Enterprise 
I think for like 10 ish years uh, of, of just, of just working and then gave it over to Kirk where Kirk did an actual, like, like a five year long mission, mm-hmm. you know? And then Pike is now in discovery. Yes. He's just in time uh, An- or something. Time, yeah. uh, Anson Mount, who did just, I think a fantastic job as Christopher Pike on discovery. And it oh, yeah. made me, He's like, like, I would watch that series of just him and the enterprise and, yeah, when they like cut, there was one episode where they cut it with the original pilot. And yes, he looks exactly like the guy who played Pike, Jeffrey like, Hunter. Yeah, they look exactly the same. Yeah, and in fact, Jeffrey Hunter would have continued to play Pike, except for when they decided to do the series. His wife, who was acting as his agent, was like, "Pay us like big time," mm. which you know, in, in hindsight, though, Jeffrey Hunter I think died in nineteen seventy four. Four seventy-five. So I wouldn't be able to do this. He series. wouldn't have done any of the movies. I don't think we would have the movies. And then yeah. you know, we might not. We might not be talking about Star Trek: The Animated Series right now. Hmm. Hmm. That would be the darkest timeline. That would be the darkest timeline. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, we. But I, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. My question was, had it been established yes. in the series before this episode that he was the original, or did this establish that? Is this a callback to another continuity? You know, I I think it it was a, a callback to some non-canon because okay. in in the head canon, Robert April is actually Gene Roddenberry. What? And so they've used at times like to get live action pictures of they've used a picture of Gene Roddenberry in a Star Trek uniform. Oh, that's cool. To be okay. Robert April. Huh. Yeah. Now, was um, was one he... of the most celebrated starship commanders of all time by the okay. way okay was he forced to retire at 75 i that never got brought up did uh did his wife like flowers i'm assuming so okay did he yeah. ever travel to another dimension and, and de-age a little bit well yeah because we're watching the the animated series okay, right now like, this is, spoiler <laughs> alert uh and and so yeah because his wife was actually the uh the chief medical officer on the enterprise yeah, yeah, you know. DeForest Kelly is uh, just buttering her all up with compliments yeah. about how great she was. And, and all the medical equipment she designed. And then she she makes a comment. And this is, you know, where, you know, back when, you know, writers weren't careful about what they put and then what, what the actors said, because she goes, yeah, this was, uh, you have to learn and, and be innovative a lot when you're the medical officer on the first warp-capable ship. Yeah. I'm like, no... This what, was, is, what was the first warp capable ship? Oh, who, kn- who knows? Okay. I mean, the the Phoenix from Star Trek First Contact with Zephram Cochran, he invented warp drive for Earth. Right. You know, but, you know, other species that had warp drive for, for forever. Oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, Star Trek Enterprise is all about the first warp five engine capable, or warp five capable Earth built ship. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is a hundred years after the events of First Contact, which is a hundred years before uh, the original series. Okay, I hate prequels. So it would be like if you installed a window and said this is the first window in a four-walled house, despite the fact that we've had houses for centuries. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Something like that. Okay. Right. Uh, I have a window I need to fix. Are you available? This is a bad segue. No, I, I've actually got like 12 minutes left. And I got to go to a movie. Sorry. Okay. I'm what? kidding. What time is it? No, we have more Okay. Time. All right. <laughs> but keep that in. <laughs> keep your... Ooh. What movie are you going uh, to? I'm going to 1917. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. Let me, let me some World War One stuff. I hope we win. 
Uh, I think we're a part of the winning team. I think we we jumped in in the fourth quarter um, and played some scrappy ball. Yeah and, yeah, and really helped win it. But I think you know, geopolitically, I have a lot of comments on World War One. But this is not that podcast. <laughs> hey, Paul. Paul in Colorado. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Paul's not even in Colorado anymore. I think it's what now? Paul in Arizona. Yeah. What? I know. That is that too much information, Paul? That doesn't. If it's too much information, I'll email you at paul at arizona dot (laughs) com. That's really his email address. Everybody email him. Wow. What is he doing in Arizona? Uh, like enjoy the dry heat or something. Yeah, life. I think life took him out there, and yeah, I I sent him a like a funny uh, picture uh, a few weeks or like like a month ago. Mm -hmm. It was Ted Mosby like correcting some wall graffiti. Okay, and I think. I'm worried that he thought that I was actually calling him a penis, not, hey, look at this thing from How I Met Your Mother. It's funny, and you like How I Met Your Mother. Right. I have to do, too. But yeah, yeah it was, uh, I, was like, oh, I haven't heard much from him yet. So. <laughs> hey. Paul, if you're listening. Paul from Arizona, formerly of Colorado, you are a penis. And yeah. Talk well, to you soon, bud. Yeah. We got to do that World War One podcast. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay, so in second three of this episode. <laughs> second three of this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're headed to Babel, which is a callback to Journey to Babel, uh, which okay. is an episode where, where Sarek was first uh, introduced. Is there a tower there? That, uh, no, no, there's not. No, but no. it's it right. like the big... Wow. De- because one planet does one thing in, the, in, in science fiction or science fantasy. So mm. it's like, this is an all-ice world. This is an all city world. Yeah. Babel is the all diplomacy world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the it, Senate from, <laughs> yeah. from Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Actually, I think it's more of a of a model UN. Okay. <laughs> it's a like a whole world based on model UN. Right, right. Yeah. Just a bunch of children around. And, right. Trading and, uh, in culturally appropriated hats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lance wants to trade his Nubian baskets. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> for Carter's Vulcan beads. Yeah. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, those monsters we, that model you in. Yeah, we should not write fanfic. No, um, no. Were <laughs> you telling me at one? Your wife was a model you in, though, right? I believe so. I'm so yeah. freaking jealous. I never, we never yeah. had. I didn't have access to that in high school. Uh, I think it was because it was a dumb kid, and they didn't <laughs> let dumb kids do right. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not like actual politics where all the idiots get in, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in real politics, where smart people are voted in, right? Yeah, yeah it's nothing to do with popularity or money whatsoever. <laughs> right. Just, just the smartest, best, brightest people, right? Get in there and fuck around all the goddamn time. <laughs> this is yet another podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know who to call on this one. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, oh, reach out. Please, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got my number. Yeah, uh, he does. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, all right. So second two, uh, there's a god. They're in front of this nebula. They're ooing and aahing over the nebula, and there's this goddamn ship flying in at like warp thirty four. Yeah. Uh, so warp scales a little different. Uh, in the original series, I had a lot of questions about. Yeah, this. I yeah. don't don't let it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and next gen capped it off at ten because there was a lot of like crazy warp warp numbers thrown out in the original series and the animated series, and but it's headed right towards this uh, nebula. And it's gonna burn up, and and Kirk's like, we gotta stop this ship from destroying itself. Mm-hmm. And so they lock on a tractor beam, 
and it starts dragging the Enterprise, and it's like wrecking the Enterprise's engines, and the Enterprise gets up to like warp twenty, yeah. and then they're like, "All right, well, let's turn off the this tractor beam," and they can't. It's it's like locked in, and I I don't. It's a beam. I don't know how. Yeah. It doesn't turn off, and I don't know why it's like, "Hey, Scotty, go down there to the tractor beam room with a grenade and just like throw yeah. it in there. Take like, an axe and yeah. cut it up." Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't understand. There's got to be yeah. a fucking vulnerable cable. Well, but then you'd have to like animate scotty walking somewhere so they can animate him running dude yeah 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 so uh yeah i'm so sad that little dance i just did is not gonna be seen by anyone but me uh i I wish it wasn't seen by you because you're gonna be like drunk keith is later gonna be like hey drunk andy do the run walk from filmation (laughs) it's like a new dance move yeah right it's like left shark all over again everybody's gonna be yeah Everybody do the Andy. I call this one the Andy. It's the filmation. Come on. No, I credit, like the Andy. Uh, credit where credit's uh, due. Drunk Keith will come up with a better name. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, God. So good at naming things. Like the time he named me a cocksucker for no reason. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> oh, yes. That's uh, right. right. So, they're getting dragged into this nebula by this other faster ship. Yeah, and they, they call it up, and this, this lady there, all voiced by the same lady who's voiced the other two yeah. females on the yeah, show yeah. so far. Talks to them, but it's a weird gobbledygook. But they have a universal translator. They do. It should should have kicked on automatically. Yeah, and then they after they get the recording of her talking, they then put it through the universal translator. Yeah. And why didn't it just do that in the first place? I don't know. Yeah. But she's apparently talking backwards. Yeah. So they play it back backwards. She's like, let go of my ship. I'm trying to get home. Well, they get drawn in through the nebula, and instead of disintegrating like they thought they were, they're they're in a, a plane of existence that's yeah. weird, where the sky space is is white and the stars are black, or shiny black in that's color. Pretty cool, and pretty everything's cool in reverse. It is a really neat effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was a neat effect. I didn't think the ship flying backwards was no, a neat that was, effect. That was yeah, stupid. It's just dumb. So everything works backwards in this dimension, yeah, right? People it's, think back. It's like opposite day. Yeah, taken to like the nth degree here. Yeah, Scotty has to relearn how to use the ship because everything's well, backwards. Well, and... everything's forwards in the sh- everything's right in the ship. Mm. It's just that Scotty's brain is now working backwards, oh, so okay. he's got to transpose it backwards. And this fucking flower that Robert April's wife's walking around with uh, is now in full bloom again. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, everybody's de aging, which is uh, very tropey for Star Trek now. <laughs> Uh, but at the time they'd only gone like forward aging. Yeah, we, Not, it's hard to make yeah. a real human de age. Right. So. Yeah, just go watch the Irishman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw Ray Liotta uh, in a Marriage Story recently. <laughs> I just started watching um, uh, Goodfellas a couple months ago, and uh, he does not look like he's de-aged. <laughs> How does one start watching Goodfellas? I mean, shouldn't one just watch Goodfellas? Ah, uh, we don't. Hey, we went to bed or something. Uh, I forget. Goodfellas is great. Yeah. God, what a movie. I don't want to watch it now. Let's watch it. What do you mean? You mean the way I talk? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just, what? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> 
You mean, so? wait, let me understand this, because I don't you know. Maybe it's me, I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you? I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. That was good. That I, was yeah. fantastic. I, God, every time cast. I watch it, I just... Man, yeah. You'd be way late for your movie. You <laughs> just broke for like two hours and ten minutes in the middle of a podcast to yeah. watch the whole movie. Uh, it was worth it. Joe Absolutely. Pesci is hilarious. Yeah. just hilarious and yeah. amazing in that movie. <laughs> Funny how, like I'm here to yeah. amuse you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like like a fucking clown. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Oh man, so they're they're in reverse world. They can understand. What's her name? Charlie Five or something? Yeah, yeah. Carl Eight or something. Car- yeah, Carla Five. Carla Five. There we go. And she takes them back to uh, Eteth or whatever, yeah. whatever her home her world house. is. Yeah, and beams down to her son's uh, laboratory. Yeah. And Kirk's like, yeah, we don't have time to deal with a fucking kid. And they beam down, there's this old man. Oh, hey, everybody's born old. Yeah. yeah. That would be terrifying. Right? You it's, go to it's childbirth a bunch of... and this old guy comes out? Yeah, well, you know what? I'm prepared now because Benjamin Button, I watched that movie two times. Oh, yeah. And I want one of those times back. Ah. Now, okay, so if you were born, right, you would assume that you would be born as like a 90-year-old guy. Right. And you'd work your way down de-aging until you were a baby in the yeah. an embryo and die right right but you're but it would kind of be cool if you were born at like 45 because you know like oh i have 45 years to live it wouldn't be this like guessing game of like how long do i have to live you'd uh, know already right i'm 41 that would be fucking terrifying yeah i agree but i mean i wouldn't have to worry about like do i need yeah. enough retirement money till i'm 90 or am i gonna <laughs> kick the bucket at 39 you know yeah, yeah. that's a great gamble and right. it's a great gamble, and, and the state hopes you die before you can touch your retirement money so they can have it for right. themselves. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Live for fucking ever. I know, right? <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Stupid government. Uh, I'm probably going to get like tweets like, this isn't how the government works. Right. Well, well yes. we have no idea. So you're it's liars. all smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I know about the government, I learned from the movie uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> from God. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Ah! <laughs> 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 That's frighteningly true. Yeah, yeah. Frighteningly true. <laughs> All right, uh, so everyone's de-aging. It oh, is... yeah, so our, our crew starts to de-age. Yeah. And they, they have found out the right conditions because instead of, you know, in our universe, when a star dies, it goes it could go supernova. Right. Well, in their universe, when a star is born, it goes supernova. Right. It's all backwards. Yeah, so they, they, they've got to correlate a dead star and a dying star on our end and and make them go at the same time right to create this portal in between the planes of existence yeah just just like actual science just like actual science <laughs> so yeah. what they they line up the star charts of our universe and their universe they uh-huh. find where these stars line up exactly exactly but there's no perfect pair that's a nova in our dimension and a dead star about to go nova in their dimension that's right. But they figure if a star is being born, we could probably kickstart it with like a match or something. I don't quite know how they did it, but so they're like, we'll just kickstart one of these to go Nova and that will create the portal that you can go through. That's exactly what they decided to do. Perfect. 
Yeah. I'm glad I got that right because someone texted me in the middle of that and I kind of lost <laughs> part of the part of what was going on. And I'm like, oh, you, they're back home. I kind of knew that would happen. You did perfect. <laughs> you did perfect. Thank you. But they need a ship. There needs to be a certain amount of speed to go through this. No. Yeah. So they take Kara Five ship and she's like, yeah, hey, just go take my ship. And it's it's a race and the the crew is like de aging and, and Kirk's like, how long until. Like when they the de age like that, too. Yeah, it's the like youngest the member scene. of our crew is like a newborn, and they're like, 18 minutes, sir, but we're going to be here for another seven hours. They didn't really say that part, but yeah. I'm just like, God, that's terrible. Like, you're just going to walk around just an egg and sperm for a while, and <laughs> like, there's a little puddle of yeah. nucleogenic material on the, yeah. Yeah, on, the, on the floor. Yeah. Who's going to clean that up? I mean, yeah. not all these other kids. Yeah, for God's sake, lay on a napkin before this happens. <laughs> and then. Yeah. And then, Officer, get in this cup. <laughs> yeah, Kirk's de aging. Like, he's, we, we see him go from like a guy in his mid 20s to his teens to like a. Uh, like you a know, an adolescent yeah. and then then at, at the end we see him and he's like three yeah and yeah it's just but they're also losing their knowledge mm-hmm. as they're as they're de-aging too so you know skills you learned at 30 you're you're forgetting at 28 and it's uh they they can't work the instruments so spock is a little older yeah and he so ages he, differently too, yeah and he so. ages differently so he's able to run robert april who was 75 is now like you know, like in uh, his prime, in his prime, yeah. and he's like captain in the ship, starship. Yeah, right. He's eyeing his wife a little. Oh, yeah. it was, they actually bang one out in the yeah. bathroom. If, if you look right. at the subtext, yeah, oh yeah, subtext. I, was that what all those deleted scenes were? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you see the 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 watermark? It was like insert banging scene here. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you can can you imagine filmation animating a right. scene where people are banging? Yeah. Well, what, no. What they would do I, is they would. They would cut to them afterwards, and they would just say, "We just banged." We just, bang. <laughs> hey, we just banged. Yeah, uh, that was highly erotic. Man, I hope you all out there in Internet Landers, big of filmation fans as Keith and I are, because do they? I mean, it, it's so funny. I, it's just yeah, no corner uncut. No corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so true. This is why we do shows about cartoons. Yeah. Especially old cartoons where nobody is left alive to sue us <laughs> after we picked on them. Uh, somebody will sue us, Keith. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So they they cause the, the double star event and they, they come back to their own time. They use the transporter trick to make people back to their original molecular pattern. Yeah. Because the kids never like grew back up. So I didn't know that was a thing. My wife had to tell me because she's like watched every series twice at this point. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, couldn't you just clone everyone if all your knowledge is stored in the teleporter? Like, can't, that's kind of what the transporter does. Like, like when the transporter transports you, I'm it, saying like if I threw a bunch no, of like, like carbon and salt and water yeah. and shit into the transporter, could I just make another one of me? No. Okay. Why not? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. I see, don't know. that's what I'm saying. Maybe. So what happens when you transport? Yeah, it is is you die. Yeah, and you're and you're like broken down into like an energy pattern, okay. and then that energy pattern is rebuilt in another location. As is the same thing, but it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you could where's you get all the matter from then? You can rabbit hole this. Uh send it down in tight energy beam. Okay. I guess I all don't right. know. I don't want to get into this now. I do, and I don't. <laughs> we should have the great debate. Yeah. Yeah. Transporters. Keith versus Andy. Murder or not. 
Yeah. So they use a transporter trick to age themselves up. Yes. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And then they get all their memories back somehow. Well, because they're aged up. Right. I don't know. Molecular pattern of their brain. Right. Yeah. So would that mean that they wouldn't remember this event happening? Search me. Andy's shrugging. I'm shrugging. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a scientist. Because they, it I'm just been, a Star Trek fan. It would have been reset to the last time they used a transporter, which was before this event, right? Right. So if you hadn't been on the transporter for like three years, you'd be three years younger, right? That that's exactly what happened. It would go off of off of the last time that you went through the transporter. Hmm. And I've often thought about that because this happens in Next Generation as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think like when the one of the scrubs on the ship has never been on the transporter. Like you don't send the janitor to a planet. Well, you you think about Bones, who oh, yeah. who has uh, a well known dislike for transporters, right? Yeah. yeah, because he knows they like tear you apart, man, electronically. And then, and, although I the world could use another DeForest Kelly just growing up regularly, you know, at another seventy years. I think like guess, seven like, or eight of them, yeah, at I mean, least maybe just maybe a 10, twelve. Yeah, the forest of Kellys. The for- oh. Yeah, right. I love that. Ah. I've had that joke in my back pocket for eight years. Wow. And I'm waiting to pull it out. <laughs> I of Kelly's. can't believe I finally worked it out. <laughs> Man, I don't know. So that was uh, that was Star Trek, the animated series, and those were the episodes I made you watch. Yeah. Now, were th- was there any merchandise based specifically on this show? Uh, you know, they had you a DVD and a Blu-ray release. I believe there's a couple of guys, uh, but I don't think there was ever like an extensive like collection of animated series. So like with Star Wars, you have some of the Clone Wars figures, yeah, who show up as, as the same scale as like the movie action figures, but they look like their animated selves and mm. so mm. like some sharper lines uh obi-wan kenobi is a great one he's just awesome looking cool uh so yeah and I, maybe a lunchbox here or there right but nothing i don't i didn't i haven't seen anything significant i've i've seen a plate Ooh. yeah yeah hmm. yeah put a couple of candies on that so that at the holidays <laughs> or something yeah oh it's much too nice for candies <laughs> 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 well andy how do you think this holds up uh, if you like Star Trek, well, you, it's it's still there. Okay. Uh, there's there's some issues with canon. There's some issues uh, with with filmation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe a few corners are missing. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's good. It's, man, Star Trek. If you watch, if you can watch the original series, you can watch this. This is just year four of the original series, and mm. it's pretty amazing. It, it's it's awesome to see that they did an animated show when they did an animated show. That didn't talk down to kids. Yeah. That didn't. I mean, it was. It, it's and it's not. I don't feel it's made for the adolescent either. No, it's I think it's like it's like watchable. It's, it's an adult for the show, adolescent, it seems but like. it's yeah. it's a uh, yeah. It's, it's it's aimed at adults. Yeah, it's aimed at Star Trek fans. Absolutely. Um, I think they started to really realize what they had. Um, at that point, gotcha. you know, when this came out, and and this was just the the quickest way to get it to to the masses and well this is 1975 uh when it went off the air and they were start they were talking star trek phase two almost immediately thereafter oh yeah and this, this uh, movie called star wars came out and like screw this we're gonna make a movie and then we got star trek the motion picture at the end of the decade ah, okay. uh and then two years later we had the wrath of khan and you know you you go from the wrath of khan quickly to star trek the next generation in 87 mm. and you have 
uh, a Star Trek TV show on from 1987 clear through to 2004. Wow. Or five, I think, when Enterprise ended. I mean, just, you know, think about that. Yeah. Where that went. 20 years of. Uh, of just having a, a show or two on mm-hmm. airing at the same time. And then, um, and you know, now you've got Star Trek Discovery. Picard's coming out in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not saying the animated series is is, a, uh, is the reason why, but it's definitely, you know, it kind of is a foundation and it's more content. Yeah. And, uh, it's a bridge. It is a bridge. Yeah. And, and shows like, and it, it's a bridge that, that features the majority of the original cast. Right. And cool. they all have something to do. Mm-hmm. I I feel that they have more to do in in the animated series than they did in some of the movies. Oh yeah, you know if you think about it. Um, some of the cool things uh, about this though is that one of the bones is hanging out in one of the episodes, relaxing a little bit, and it's it's basically he's in a holodeck. I was reading that the holodeck. Yeah, kinda, so the holodeck kind of like room or something. Yeah, yeah, rec- yeah, it makes his first appearance in the animated series. That's awesome. And yeah. It, I don't know. Uh, it's great. It's the last time we see the Enterprise in its in its sixties glory mm. in in a functional where it's not a museum piece. Oh yeah, right. Uh, to me, it, it's it's really special. Uh, it's a special bit of Star Trek. It's only twenty two episodes too. Yeah, I, so that's one of the oh, things I liked about it was it was twenty two episodes, twenty two minute long episodes, not the yeah. hour long ones. Because like, right. my wife has been rewatching both Next Gen and Voyager at the same time. Yeah, like. Those yeah. are some long ass episodes, <laughs> especially Voyager. I start, I start cutting myself through oh, to yeah. get through some of those. Yeah, I do uh, think it misses like, like those are all really great actors, and they're really good voice actors. But you you miss some of the sort of subtleties they do when they're oh, live, you know. So, oh, absolutely. And this animation does not do them justice whatsoever. No, but no, yeah. I I couldn't agree more with yeah. that. It would have been something if they uh we before we were watching this we were uh, rewatching. The future before we did the the recording here, yeah, we were rewatching the uh, the Futurama, yeah, where no, no fan has, has gone, gone before, before. Where, where they got all the the voice actors all together, and it was oh god, just so if you can imagine, you know, if, if they would have pulled this together again to do mm-hmm. some more animation, and and we're we're actually on the precipice. I I, I think before the end of twenty twenty, we're gonna see uh, a Star Trek. I think it's called Lower Decks. Which is going to be an animated hmm. series, uh, so we're, we're but it'll be comically more comically toned. Okay. Um, but hey, we're you know in 2020, you know 1975 to 2020, we're we're back doing Star Trek animated shows. Awesome. So I, I think there's something to say. I'm a I'm a fanboy, and I'll, I'll just gush and gush and gush on <laughs> on Star Trek, uh, good and bad. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, when, uh, you know, your dad's fond of saying, Hey, I'm just glad that, that there's content out there. Yeah. And, and he said this about the Green Lantern movie. I did that poor bastard. Boo this man. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, I, the older I get and the hungrier I get just to see more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's really good. Good. And, uh, yeah. I, and uh, I think we're, we're lucky to have had this, this nugget. Yeah. You know, from from the early seventies. Is this something you're gonna binge later this week? No, um, yeah. I started a binge. <laughs> yeah, and I I can't I can't get through I can't stop that. Uh, okay. Um, I it made me want to watch more of it, and again, you know, twenty two minute up. You do this in eleven hours. Oh you yeah. Split it up over a weekend, man. Yeah. Um, 
It's 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 good though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I would binge it either, but I haven't really binged any of the other Star Trek stuff. So. Right. Uh, it, the, the animation's just so bad. <laughs> the backgrounds <laughs> are beautiful though. Like there was one shot oh, of Vulcan yeah. in that room with the fountain. There was like a reflection in the in the floor and everything. Like, they definitely did some work on the backgrounds, but it's it's not animated. Yeah, and I think they all. did. Uh, the Enterprise just great. A lot oh, of the yeah. space scenes are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you what are you doing? What are you into this week? I I have started a new binge myself. I'm doing New Girl again. Which is fantastic. I'm not allowed to watch that show. Why not? Uh, you don't like Zoe Deschanel, right? No, it's not me that doesn't. Like <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like her a bit too much. Ah, I see. Ah, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that cease and desist order really hurt. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, it's okay. That show is fantastic, though. I, I, my <laughs> wife's like, you are overstimulated. Turn this off and go to bed. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's great. She's like in the next room over. She's like, what is happening in there? Stop laughing. Yeah. yeah. I, the joke was had. I laughed for 10 minutes, then coughed about it for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I uh, watched a, a few of them and they were all pretty good. Yeah. Um, you bastard got me watching Superstore. And oh, yeah. I had a long vacation over the holidays. Mm hmm. And I watched too much of that show. I watched it was it was weird because I was talking to you about it. you were like yeah I liked it and now I don't yeah or, I didn't like it and then I loved it and now I'm kind of on the back end of it again. I, yeah, yeah. It, I, I went to the same like weird parabolic course of where I went up yeah I'm like oh man this is great this is great this is great and and I could almost pinpoint and tell you exactly at what episode it happened and I'm like yeah which episode was it I won't tell you okay. I I bet it was around the same time I. It just kind of fizzled at some point. Did it, did it have to do with two people giving birth at the same time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, right about there. Yeah. yeah right about so, yeah. right about that point. Yeah. Um, and Mark... then we never see like those kids or no. anything again. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot. Yeah. yeah. Mark McKinney is in it. And he is amazing because I'm a huge Kids in the Hall fan. Mm-hmm. But his character, for fuck's sake, I just can't. I got to a point where I'm like, no. Yeah. No more. I wanted to like you. You've been so hard to watch this entire time, but I knew you were just committed to the bit. I'm like, nope. Yeah. When America Ferrero's gotten annoying. Oh, like, my the God. Character yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I never liked uh, Jonah. No. But, oh, and yeah. the Garrett and uh, Dina are the, the best characters oh, on the show. I know. Uh, along with Cheyenne. Yeah. And they just, like, they stopped using them. Completely. Oh, yeah. Like, they, there needs to be... When they were hooking up for a while, and then yeah. like that all stopped, and it's, yeah, yeah. And there needs to be just nothing but Garrett Garrett centric yeah. episodes, and we never we've never had one. He's gotten some B plots, yeah. And the guy is amazing. I can't think of the actor's name, but he played one of the uh, uh, animal control guys on yes. Parks and Rec. Yes, and and I saw him on Parks and Rec, and I laugh so hard oh yeah oh he's great and they like throw the doves out the doves are dead oh one of them's dead you know, he's just yeah oh what he's a great guy. yeah he's completely yeah. underused in Absolutely. that show yeah Absolutely. so uh, uh i'm also i'm still into the mandalorian yeah I still yeah seen disney plus man that are you through it just oh yeah 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 just doing it again oh <laughs> yeah talk about binge yeah oh my god it's only like eight episodes right? yeah my dad was over and i'm like hey uh do you want to like bond or should we just watch Mandalorian? I would argue that's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> he did not. He was like, no, I just want to watch Mandalorian. No. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we had a, we had a blast as usual. Yeah. We had a good time. Um, yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Anything else? 
No, I think that's it for me. No. Yeah. No, this was a this is such a quick break in between weeks. I can't believe how I know, fast yeah, it went. It felt like I we mean, just recorded. We've really been on the ball uh, and just pumping them out. You know, when when we talked about, you know, every other week, man, this is just a machine. Yep, well you know, oiled. Who cares about the product that we produce? I'm a fully lobed mach- lubed machine. <laughs> lobed? Lobed? Yeah. Loaded and lubed. Yeah, loaded and lubed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the the scrawlings on the bathrooms were were not incorrect. Yeah. I don't have any final thought. I, uh, I've yeah, gushed about I've gushed about Star Trek so much yeah. today, and and I really appreciate our audience for having to listen to this. So yeah. thanks, guys. I'll, I'll cut out everything you say. Don't good. Worry. Yeah. You're good. Good. <laughs> Andy likes Star Trek. We're all surprised. Roll credits. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, what are we watching? Uh, what are we watching next week? Next week we are gonna do Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh hell yes! Yeah, I need that. Right, I need that. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ah, I've been uh going back and reading some old comic books, and mm-hmm. like everyone has an ad for that video game in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, also yeah. a great game, and uh, so I'm like, I've got to do that. Obviously, so. I'm I'm excited. Well, until next time, stay, stay tuned. tuned. <laughs>